When I think of Euphor-BACE, and who doesn't, what comes to mind are those with fleshy leaves that remind me of a cactus, but many are herbs, shrubs, and trees. It's a large, widespread family of about 7,500 species found on every continent except Antarctica, and present in the fossil record since about 66 million years ago. Today, we focus on a familiar species of euphorb, collected on an expedition to Mexico in 1803-1804 by von Humboldt and Bonpland. This new species was later to be named Euphorbia pulcherima. Its native range is Mexico, from Sinaloa south to Chiapas and Guatemala, in mid-elevation, dry, tropical forests. The Aztecs used this plant to produce a red dye and as a medicine to treat fever. The plant has several common names, the painted leaf, the Mexican flame flower, and the flor de nochebuena, but you may know it as the poinsettia. As a student collecting beetles in Panama, somewhere along a trail I was hiking in the volcanic range bordering Costa Rica, I walked through a village and was surprised to see a small tree, perhaps 10 feet in height, covered with an unmistakably familiar display of bright red. I was used to the potted poinsettias we enjoy at Christmas time and had not known that it is actually a shrub or a tree. What is most striking, of course, are those brilliantly colored bracts. Available in a range of colors today among the more than 100 cultivated varieties, including white, pink, and pale green. Many people mistake the bracts as flowers, but they're actually modified leaves. But don't feel bad if you were fooled. There are insect pollinators that make the same mistake. The actual flowers are much smaller and frankly unimpressive by comparison. Around 1919, a two-year-old child was reported to have died from eating a poinsettia leaf, and an urban legend was born. Like they say, a lie is halfway around the world before the truth can get his pants on, and in spite of having been debunked, this myth persists to the present day. Lab rats have been given doses of the chemicals in poinsettias equivalent to eating 500 leaves and did not die. Poinsettias can induce diarrhea, nausea, vomiting, a skin rash, eye irritation, or an asthma attack, but it is not nearly so dangerous as its reputation would suggest. Of more than 20,000 telephone calls to poison control centers between 1985 and 1992, not a single incident resulted in a fatality. And the same is largely true for our pets, for cats and dogs, for which poinsettias are mildly toxic. So relax, have a cup of eggnog, and enjoy that colorful stunted tree in the flower pot. Did you ever wonder why they're called poinsettias? The common name traces to a physician, diplomat, and amateur botanist who sent poinsettias from Mexico to his greenhouse in South Carolina, introducing them to the U.S. When President James Monroe was worried about the stability of the newly independent Mexico, he sent him as a special envoy. Then President John Quincy Adams appointed him minister to Mexico. In 1828, 
He was the individual who signed a treaty on behalf of the U.S. with Mexico, recognizing the border between the two countries, as it had been established in an earlier treaty made between Spain and the U.S. And he served as President Martin Van Buren's Secretary of War. He was co-founder of the National Institute for the Promotion of Science and the Useful Arts in 1840, a group of politicians who advocated that the generous bequest by Smithson to the United States be used to establish a national museum to showcase the country and its leaders. Ultimately, and in my view, thankfully, his vision lost out to another one that wanted scientists to guide the founding of a museum that we today know as the Smithsonian. Poinsettias became popular in the U.S. during the early 19th century, and especially after they were exhibited by the Pennsylvania Horticultural Society at the Philadelphia Flower Show in 1829. By 1836, the name poinsettia was in common use. Today, the poinsettia generates more money than any other potted plant. In the U.S. alone, about 70 million plants are sold over the six-week period leading up to Christmas. We can thank the Eka family for expanding the close association of poinsettias to Christmas. They developed a closely guarded grafting technique that yielded the attractive full plants we see today, rather than the spindly natural ones, and they were superb marketers, donating poinsettias to television stage sets to get them in front of the public, and appearing on The Tonight Show and the Bob Hope special to promote them. Someone eventually worked out the technique and published it, uh, and competitors were the beneficiaries. But still, the family business provides about 70% of the poinsettias to the U.S. and 50% to the world. Oh, the name of this diplomat, physician, and sometimes botanist? It was Joel Roberts Poinsett. And as Paul Harvey would have said, now you know the rest of the story. I'm Quentin Wheeler for the Species Hall of Fame, wishing you and yours a very Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. 